It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. That would be our cue to start talking for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Exciting times. These are, Brady, because uh, I don't know if this... I don't know if this has uh, ever happened. Oops, sorry. I pl- That's my fault. I plugged you into the there wrong thing because I was kind of tired of listening to you already this morning. <laughs> um, I'm excited. It's been a good, good week so far. I don't know that this has ever happened before. Four teams in the semifinals at the same time um, as we have two teams in the softball semifinals now, and we already had two teams in the baseball semifinals from the last time we talked to everybody. And none of these teams, it doesn't feel like any of these teams are a Cinderella run and you're wondering when the clock will strike midnight. Like, we'll give you some numbers in in our segments, but they're handling business throughout this tournament. There, There is, like, and again, you're to a point of the season where everybody is good mm-hmm. and everybody who's here deserves to be here, and most of the teams you don't know about. You only know about our teams, because those are the teams we've been watching all year. There is, in my mind right now, Brady, as much of a chance that all four teams could win a state title as there is that all four teams could lose their next game. Mm -hmm. It's about 50-50 for me. Um, And law of averages – We're going to have at least – we should have at least one state champion. We we should at least have one team get to the finals. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I just can't envision all four of them losing. No, again, we'll and go. And it's probably unrealistic to say that all four are going to win. But, again, any any scenario at this point isn't out of the question to me. No, because, again, I mean, I don't want to get too much into it in the intro, but I didn't think we would have four semifinal teams, and maybe that's just because it's never happened before. So I un- we unfairly go, well, it hasn't happened before. Someone's going to lose, but – Again, Dennis, all these teams are talented enough. Does it surprise you that any of these teams are playing in a semifinal? No, not the teams that are left. It does not surprise But it's surprise surprising me. that they none of them tripped up. None of them tripped up. Uh, and Well, we'll get more into it in, into the next segment. But the, the, the teams that uh, they've beaten along the way, Richmond has had a huge win already. Again, um, probably Marysville the has knocked off. Two ranked teams in a row now, mm-hmm. um, and again, why the Vikings didn't get more love in those polls, I don't know. But we can get all into that in the next segment when we get it rolling because we'll talk softball first, since those were the games we saw yesterday. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, we'll start with softball quarterfinal action from yesterday. First off, I want to say the uh, complex at uh, SC4 there at Marysville Park is really nice. They did a really nice job with that. Um, And uh, the field, okay, I was at Yale. Mm -hmm. Windy at Yale. Dust everywhere. A kid breathed, and dust tornadoes sprung (laughs) up all around the diamond. Um, I was at Armada, and when the wind blew up, dust. And Armada's a really nice field. Uh, It it is, but, uh, like, I've been cleaning dust off of my equipment, and I still can't can't get it all off. I I can't get it all off. (laughs) The the infield at – and we had wind yesterday. It was blowing in from off the river. Um, no dust. No dust. No dust. I will say, Marysville Park's changed a lot since my Little League days there. It's really nice. They've put a lot of time and effort into that place. No dust. Um, it, it, it's, it's a nice facility. That, again, they, they've done a really nice job. It was a good place to watch a couple of ball games because there was actually a quarterfinal before the Marysville game. It was two teams from out of the area in D4. Mm-hmm. But uh, USA, yeah, they live up to the hype. <laughs> they demolished Allen Park Cabrini. And you had to get there early to get your spot. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize that they were going to have a table and chairs set up for me. Oh. So I wanted to come out, survey it, see where I was going to have to, you know, because generally we go to places right. and we set ourselves up. We find where the power is, but they had a cord running over to a table and all of that, so I left the table and the chair in the car, which mm-hmm. was nice not to have to lug that around, uh, and just brought my How bag. How was parking there? Because I know that's up. the one thing that's well, str- I got there that early. struggles at Marysville Park and, is and, it's kind of uh, awkward to get yeah. lot, loads of parking. And, and I, I parked um, on, like, the, the Huron side okay, instead of on the River Road side. Yeah. Uh, which people were doing below, below the hill. But, but when I yeah, when I got there, there was plenty of room, uh, and I just slid into the first open spot that I saw because I saw a girl next to the concession stand, and I said, okay, that's the table where they're letting people in, mm-hmm. um, not realizing that they had one over on the other side as well. Um, but for the first game, obviously, USA traveled pretty good. Yeah, They, they had a fair amount of people there, and Cabrini had a nice little section, but – it was no, nothing like when the Marysville game started and half the city of Marysville was around the field. Isn't it great to have that again? Yeah. After having to do, I mean, we did two quarterfinal games in essentially empty gymnasiums. And isn't it nice to see, how many people do you think were there? 400? Oh, more than 500? More than that. 1,000? There was over 1,000 people there. Because Linden didn't have a small crowd either but there was marysville was well represented i mean basically it's a home game for them so right they should be but uh, uh and and you know what you probably got more people there because it was the the park i don't know if you get that many people at marysville because in the outfield you don't have a clear view yeah, you have all the, the way tarp, don't you? you have the tarp so like right field is like the only area in the outfield you can really set up mm-hmm. to watch the the game there uh, and there's only so much room 
down the lines mm-hmm. uh, and only so much behind. So I, I think having it at SC4, uh, there was more opportunity to get more people all the way around the park, mm-hmm. and, and it was good viewing, I think, for everybody. Um, and people are excited, and they should be excited, um, because Marysville, pretty darn good. Uh, here's the thing, Brady. Uh, I've done all six of their postseason games. They've played 36 innings of postseason softball, and they're winning their their games on average score of 10 to one. And they just played a three to one ball game yesterday. <laughs> so they they prior to yesterday they've been absolutely mauling everybody. They didn't give up a run in districts. They won three district games, 34 to and nothing. They used two pitchers. Yes. They're not leaning on just one pitcher. Megan Lenarski's pitched two of these games. They beat Marine City, who's not a uh, – they're, they're not – They were second young, in their conference. Second by, by a game and had beaten Marysville once in, in the regular season. But they, they shut them down and won 10 to nothing and gave up just two hits in that game. Then they beat Croslex 13 to nothing and gave up just four hits in that game. St. Clair played in the red. Played a one-run game with Mary Sill during the regular season. Destroyed them, 11 to nothing. Gave up five hits in a six-inning game. Notre Dame prep. Two girls who had combined for 40 home runs this season. One's committed Dame. to Central. Yeah, uh, eight to two. They gave up two hits in a seven-inning game. And now a lot of that does go to Kirsten Smith and Megan Lenarski, but their defense, like we, we were talking before the show, it wasn't bad. It was good. At the start of the year, it's great now. Yeah. Centerline ranked 10th in the state. 16-3 to Vikings in five innings. They held centerline to three hits. First two batters of the game for centerline, single home run, and then they had one hit the rest of the game while uh, Marysville put up 15 hits against centerline pitching and scored at will. Scored at will. And then you come to uh, yesterday, Linden ranked 6th in the state. I was reading you the scores. Linden scored 434 runs this year. 434 runs this year in 41 games. Okay? They had over 10 runs 22 times in 40 games prior to playing Marysville. More than half their games they scored 10 runs or more. They were up in the 20s several times this year. They got two hits yesterday. They got two hits in the third inning, and that was what they got. They had four base runners for the entire game. Smith was, is locked in right now. She goes seven, a run on two hits, two walks, ten strikeouts. They, I mean, it was pop-up, strikeout, lazy fly ball to get through the first. Strikeout, strikeout, walk, strikeout to get through the second. Strikeout, girl hit a double. Uh, and and it was a legit double. It was a legit shot up the right uh, center field gap. Then a girl grounded out. Then an RBI single. It, it was a clean hit up the middle, uh, and it was a good hit, solid hit. And then a ground out to third. And then it was strikeout, pop up, ground out, strikeout, fly ball, strikeout, pop up to the catcher, ground ball, strikeout, fly ball to center, ground ball to short, a walk after a great battle with two outs in, in the seventh. But then she struck out the next girl with, like, nothing to it. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're the tying run, and you're a big girl who could run into one and tie the game on me? No. Nah. I'm just going to throw three pitches at you and strike you out and end the game. Uh, and then offensively, 
you know, like again, three runs on seven hits. This was the worst offensive performance by Marysville that I've seen all season. All season. I hadn't seen the Vikings score less than eight runs in any game this year, and I've done probably half their games now. Yeah, we've definitely combined for over half their yeah, game. Uh, I saw though the 3-2 loss to Marine City and the 3-2 win over St. Clair, so I saw them look fallible at the plate a couple times. Uh, I, I have not. They, they have scored and scored and scored in every game that I have seen them play this season. Um uh, yeah, Twi- twice they've been held to eight runs. Every other game they've scored 10 or more until yesterday. But, again, they got out to an early lead. They score right away in just about every game I see. The Vikings score early, and and it seems like they're always playing with the lead, and they're always able to tack on runs. Avery Walters, a freshman, got a huge RBI single in the fifth with two outs. Okay, Here's what happens. Marysville scores in the first inning. They manufacture a run. Mm-hmm. West Miller gets hit by a pitch. I was listening. I felt bad for her because she got hit by a pitch and then got hit, hit stealing, the ball, second, stealing second and then going to third, lost her balance. And, and I'm like, oh, the poor girl. <laughs> She's in the biggest game and – she has the worst luck, gets hit in the first five minutes of the game. Yeah, get, get, gets hit on the backside uh, in her at-bat, then promptly steals second base, and the throw from the catcher kind of hit her like maybe in, in shoulder-ish and deflected up under those bars yeah. that they have protected. And, and basically, I think it hit her in the mouth, but she was okay. Uh, and then with one out, Caitlin Kane lashed a single up the middle. She's going to score easy on that mm. play. A hundred times out of a hundred times. And the bag must have been slick. You know, those bases are are what? Rubber, basically. Mm -hmm. And she must have just hit it the wrong way because she, like, went down coming around the base or she would have walked home for a run. So so now it's first and third, but Callie Perrin (laughs) just hit, like, a cue shot up the first baseline, and the first baseman picked it up and did the only thing she could, stepped on the bag for the – for the out, and then she tried to throw home, but you're not getting you're not out. you're not going to get that uh, on that play. So it was one nothing Marysville. Then the second inning, uh, maybe jitters for Linden. I don't know. I haven't seen them play this year. I don't know what they're like defensively. They've been smoking everybody, so it probably doesn't matter what they're like defensively. Uh, but back to back hitters reached on errors by the third baseman. Then you had a Megan Winston swinging bunt single, bases loaded, nobody out. And you're thinking, ooh, Marysville might murder them early here. Just crush this, them. This might be a quick game. Um, and I give Jordan Hobson, the Linden pitcher, a lot of credit. She reminds me a lot of Smith. They're both left-handers, and, and they're both kind of bulldog mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avery Woodard hit into a fielder's choice. They tried to get the out at the plate, but the run scored. Uh, and it was 2 nothing Marysville, bases still loaded with nobody out, and now you're to the top of the order. But they got West Miller on a little uh, foul pop-out on a bunt play. Mm. Uh, they struck out Kirsten Smith, and they got Caitlin Kane to hit into a, a fielder's choice. Actually, a good play by the shortstop. She went the short way to the third baseman to get the force out mm. because the ball's in the hole. You're not throwing out Caitlin. If they try to throw the ball to first base. I feel like we say that about half their line. Yeah. Well, that's, they're just so that's fast. part of what Marysville is. Wes Miller, Woodard, and Kane are three of the fastest kids in the area uh, as far as I'm concerned. 
putting a, I'd like them to line up in a, in a and line just run and just run and see what happens because <laughs> I, I think I think it would be a pretty close race between the three of them uh, they both just blaze around or all three of them blaze around and all three of them I think can steal a bag 98 percent of the time if they wanted to mm-hmm. if, if Marysville wanted to run that much anyways so it it's just a two nothing game you're like ooh, that was a great chance and they kind of let Lyndon off the hook. Good job by Hobson, but man, it's two nothing. But you feel like Marysville should be up more mm-hmm. right now. Like that, this should be comfortable. And then, wouldn't you know it, Lyndon comes up in the top of the third after their pitcher shuts them down like that, and they get their run to cut it to two to one. And now you've played three innings of softball because Hobson comes out and gets a one-two-three inning in the bottom of the third. And, and you know, sports is a momentum thing. Oh yeah, I mean. It can flip like that, and and it kind of did. For, Saw it in the Notre Dame prep game. Yeah, it, it it was like ooh, you felt like just fifteen minutes ago felt like Marysville might mercy them mm. to oh my goodness lock in we're gonna have a long ball game today, and these two teams are are gonna be close, but after giving up the RBI single in the third, uh, Smith retired um, twelve in a row and thirteen of the last fourteen hitters that she faced. She gave up a two-out walk in the uh, the seventh inning and then struck out the next hitter to end the game. So she didn't even need any insurance. Is that not the definition of the – I know we say it all the time, but the bulldog mentality. Yeah. All right, two to one, let's go. Let You're not getting another one. And she's got that thing, you know, you've seen her pitch. she pound the ball in the glove mm-hmm. in the back of the circle and look like she's angry at the world and then, when really she's angry at herself. And then no one touches the next yeah. ten pitches she throws. And and, and that's kind of what she did. But uh, in the uh, fifth, uh, with two outs and a runner at uh, third, uh, Avery Walters, who was out on a bunt attempt and had struck out in her two at-bats, um, just rifled one up the middle. Um, she's going to be really – by her senior year, Avery Walters is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's pretty good right now, um, and not I mean, just she's a star, and, the starting third in, baseman on a semifinal team, yeah, and not just in softball. She's going to be good in basketball too. Mm. Like, and I haven't. I, I'll assume she plays volleyball or some fall sport. Yeah. Whatever she does, she's probably good at. <laughs> That's what I'm going to assume. And that was just a big hit. That was like. Don't you feel a lot better with the two-run lead now? Mm-hmm. The way you know you're, you're thinking, boy, the, the way Smith is starting to throw the ball, and now it's a two-run lead. I feel a lot more comfortable. The wind's blowing in today, so the home run is kind of taken out of things. Like it's you're really not going to get a, cheap a mammoth one. shot mm-hmm. to to get one out of here. Um, and and I thought it was just a, a really good win by Marysville. They flashed the leather. They play great defense, and and this started. Well, I mean, it started during the regular season, but, like, it's really been on display through the districts, through the regionals. I mean, they made four great plays in the regional, the two games at regionals. Um, and yesterday, same thing. Same thing. You you can't get a ball by West Miller. You can't get a ball by Winston right now at short. Mm-hmm. And if you hit the ball in the air anywhere within a, a 100 feet of Kane, she's going to catch the ball. Yeah. She's going to I mean, run it down and catch the ball. I mean, the speed between her and Woodard takes out three-quarters of the outfield. Anna Oles uh, made a great catch behind the uh, the plate. It seems like they throw somebody out on the base paths every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just – and, and Bassett, we don't talk about her much, but she's just solid. 
And she's been hitting, too. Like, she went 0 for 3 yesterday, but her last time up, she crushed one that I would have liked to have seen no wind mm. because uh, I don't know that it would have gotten out, but it would have definitely gotten up the gap, and the wind knocked it down, and, and the girl made a nice uh, running catch in center field. Her name was Maddie Morris. But uh, uh, Marysville is really complete. They, they, they pitch well, they defend well, and, again, I said – Six playoff games, average score, 10 to 1 Marysville. They've been hitting all year. And they hit with power, but they can also, on a day like yesterday where you're not going to hit one out, manufacture they can run. manufacture runs. Yeah. So, that congratulations to Coach Rathje and all of Marysville. It's, it's kind of an incredible run. And at this point, you're one of the four teams left. It's anyone's ball game. They're going to get Chelsea. Chelsea was ranked eighth in the state, so they've beaten number 10. They've beaten number six. Now they'll get number eight. They beat Country Day 3-2. to two. They beat Country Day 3-2, to two. so it'll be Marysville and Chelsea, 1230 on Thursday, and uh, obviously we'll be there in uh, East Lansing because we've got uh, two games, actually, Thursday yes. and two games Friday to do. It, it's interesting. Thursday's an early day because the games are 12.30 and 2.30. Mm-hmm. And then Friday's the later day because the games are at 5 and 5.30. Mm-hmm. So one of the games we'll have Friday, Richmond, they were in control of this game from the get. I, I don't know what Shepard's district and regional was like. I do know that Richmond was head and shoulders better, at least yesterday, than Shepard. Uh, they... Shepard beat Lanesburg, who I think I said was what thirty-two and five, nineteen to eighteen in eight innings. I don't know if they upset them or what, but from the start, Shavan Scooter on the mound, strikeout, 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 end of the first, strikeout, strikeout, walk, strikeout. That's the first two innings. In between that time, Van Scooter gets on with a single, then Piper Clark. Uh, Gets on with a fielder's choice and an error scores the run. Another error gets Lauren Creon on and Jalen Amdar grounds out to first to score a run 2-0. Start of the second inning, Michaela Revord, the seven hitter. Bang, home run. Now it's 3-0. And then they put together a rally. Emma Murphy walks, Shavan Scooter singles again, Olivia Toit walks, and then Piper Clark hits a sack fly to drive in a run. It's 4-0 and... You could just tell they had no idea how to touch Shea Van Scooter. She was mixing in the changeup. She probably threw it less than 20 times all game, but almost every time she did, she had a girl lunging on her front foot. She, they threw it at the perfect times. She didn't give up her first hit till the fifth inning, and it was a bloop single into right. There was maybe... Three times the ball was somewhat hit well. There was two flyouts to center field. Yeah, in the third inning, strikeout, pop-out, strikeout. Fourth inning, pop-out, walk, fly-out, strikeout. Fifth inning, single, pop-out, ground-out to third, strikeout. Sixth inning, strikeout, fly-out, strikeout. Seventh inning, single, which was a the only legit hit they had all day. Strikeout, fly-out, strikeout. She ended with 19 strikeouts. And then in the fifth inning, or the, excuse me, the bottom of the sixth, when it's 4 nothing, and you're just like, all right, Rich- Richmond, they could go 1-2-3. And the 4 nothing game felt like it was 10 nothing. Like, the, the, it didn't feel in, at all like they were in trouble. Emma Murphy gets on with an error, which Shepard made a lot of errors. Like, not tough ones either. Like, I don't know if the nerves got them, but they just 
spiked some. She gets on. Shea Van Scooter then comes up, and she was two for three, and her one that wasn't a hit it was because of dropped pop-up in foul territory. When she actually put it in play, it was a legit hit. Hit a home run, Dennis. And my view, I couldn't see the ball off the bat because I was looking through a couple fences at Saginaw Valley. And you know at Saginaw Valley, you have the fence, and then you have the soccer field right yeah. behind it, right? I did not see the ball land. Little trade secret. Sometimes you don't see the ball. You have to use the outfielders and yeah. people for perspective to figure out what's going on. So I see her hit it. It was probably letters high. Maybe She might have chased it out of the zone. But she saw one that must have looked like a beach ball because she hit it, and the outfielders looked up, and they did the thing where they turned to run, and they take a step, and then they just put their arms down like, oh, no. There were fans standing in the uh, – soccer field stands like on the top looking over yeah, yeah they, they yeah. did that the year i was there yeah. to see marine city and they looked up and they turned their head and dennis i didn't see the ball land the, so i don't know how far it went but i think on the broadcast i said it was a nuke because <laughs> i would imagine it probably pushed 300 feet just the way and everyone reacted like because you know those stands are probably 20 30 feet behind the fence easily and yeah, there's like an alleyway yeah and to be at the top of them means and for them to look up and like watch it go back i didn't see it land but it must have been an absolute bomb then later in the inning clark singled creon singled amdar walked amelia black with a two rbi single michaela Ravord got another rbi on a ground out and they go into the seventh up nine nothing and again Lead off single, strikeout, fly out, strikeout. They were never in any trouble. As a pitcher, you give up a bomb like that, you see how it affects you. Mm -hmm. Now now she can't get anybody out. Now you're afraid to throw strikes. You start nibbling. Um, Because the same thing happened uh, against Notre Dame Prep for Marysville. The first five kids couldn't touch her, and then Anna Oles pops one over the center field fence. And the Marysville bench is like, oh, we can hit this girl. And the girl's standing out there on the mound going, oh, they can hit me. Yeah. So you gave the stats for Marysville throughout their postseason run. I've done all five of Richmond games. This is what Richmond pitching has done. Through 28 innings pitched, they have given up 11 hits and five runs. In that includes a perfect game against KPAC through five innings a one-hitter against New Haven, they only gave up three hits to an Algonac lineup. Unfortunately for Van Scooter, they were the most well-timed three hits you'll ever see because they gave up four runs. In their last, let's see, that was five, so 14, the last 21 innings of work, 22 if you want to count the last inning against Algonac, they've given up seven hits and one run. Wow. They are one swing... A one Ella Stevenson swing from only giving up two runs in the postseason. They have been utterly dominant pitching. And here's what their hitting's done. Against New Haven, 13 hits, 15 runs. Against Algonac, 8 hits, 7 runs. Against K-Pack, 12 hits, 13 runs. Two more home runs there. Oh, by the way, Van Scooter, her home run, her fourth game in a row, she's went yard. Millington. Six hits, two runs. Shepard, nine hits, nine runs. They have outscored their opponents on an average of 9-1 to one throughout the postseason. 
Dennis, it was a quarterfinal game. You would have thought it was a district semifinal game, the way they handled Shepard. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's the, the deal. Thursday, Marysville plays number eight, Chelsea. The game before them is the other semifinal uh, in uh, D2, uh, and that's Gaylord, who's the number one team in the state, who I now believe is 39-1. and one. Uh, Let me double-check that for you. Keep going out. And their opponent is Owasso, who is the team that finished ahead of Linden in the Flint Metro League. I believe Gaylord's the highest team left, if I remember correctly. Um, Division two, yeah, because the top three teams were all eliminated before the quarterfinal. So Gaylord's number four, the last team left. Owasso's number five. Linden was number six, who they just beat. Chelsea, number eight. And obviously, Marysville, who there's no way Marysville can be good. We don't even know where that is. That's north of Hall (laughs) Road, so they don't exist. So they're they're just honorable mention, even though, yeah. So Gaylord and Owasso will play first, and before Marysville even takes the field, they'll know who they would play if they were to win the semifinal game against uh, Chelsea. I don't know. Sometimes that's an advantage. Sometimes that's a disadvantage. Because you have to play the game in front of you and not think Once, about what's next. I think the thing that helps Marysville is kind of they haven't been there before, so they, they, they're they not like, all right, we're just going to get to the finals. They're And Coach Rathje takes it one game at a time. Yeah. By the way, just so you guys know, these rankings, they, their last polls at the end of the regular season. Yeah. So it's not like after the regionals, they're like, nope, Marysville's still not that Yeah, good. Marysville would definitely be ranked now if they included yes. playoff results. Yes, so just um, so you know, it's, it's the just end. regular season results. Yes. Um, and Richmond was ranked number two at the end of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Clinton will be their opponent. Clinton ranked number uh, four yep. uh, in the uh, state. And the other side of the uh, bracket is Standish-Sterling against Buchanan. Um, and we think Buchanan might be there on an upset. Yeah, they knocked off the number five ranked Stanton Central Montcalm team. Um, and Standish Sterling beat Charlevoix. Who, neither of those teams. Charlevoix. Charlevoix, sorry. It's all right, I'll learn. Um, <laughs> Standish Sterling was honorable mention. Charlevoix not even appearing. So take that. Take rankings with a grain of salt because you can go, on the one hand, look at Marysville. They barely cracked the honorable mention, and they're in the and they're in the and they're in the final four. four. And with then three Rich- teams that are highly yeah. ranked. And then you look at Richmond, who is ranked number two, and they're like, "Damn right, we're number two. We're we're not. We should be number one. We beat number one, and now we're in the final four. So, again, rankings use them. They're more of a guide than well, if anything you're if you're Richmond, you use it to strut with, mm-hmm. and if you're Marysville, you use it as a chip on your shoulder. Disrespect. Yep. The Mark D'Antonio so you, you, disrespect. You you can use it both ways. But if you're looking at it on, on paper, uh, Marysville would be considered an underdog in Marys- all of their games. If you looked and at it on here paper. here they are smoking teams 61-6 to six in the on playoffs. On paper, Marysville wouldn't have made it out of like the first round of regionals <laughs> if you looked at it that way, if it was all chalk. Uh, whereas Richmond will be the, the favorite in any game that they play. So congratulations. Does that add pressure to them? Or do they not even care? No. They've been both these teams. I mean, we went through it, and they're doing it in similar ways. The pitching has been elite in the postseason. I mean, Marysville's how many runs do you say Marysville's given up? Six. Six. Richmond's given up five. Marysville's played one more game. They both. How many runs has Marysville put up? Uh, sixty-one now. Sixty-one. Richmond's only put up forty-six. Slackers. 
(laughs) (laughs) And, again, one less game. But they're doing it the same ways. Pitching's dominating. Richmond, I can go back and look. I don't know if they've made an error since the districts, and they might not have even made one then. They didn't make one against Millington or Shepard. Against K-Pack, it was a perfect game. Um, Algonac, yeah, there was an, an error in the Algonac game. A co- there was two errors. Oh, no, that, that was for Algonac. For Richmond, yeah, one error. So there you go. I didn't. I didn't look at that, but I, I know Marysville has made a couple of errors uh, in the postseason, but nothing that's cost them. And they're in the games where they were winning handily, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, nothing that turned into, you know, offense for the other team. So yeah, it's gonna be. Again, I have no idea what Clinton softball is. I have no idea what Chelsea softball is. I know what Richmond and Marysville are. Good pitching, not an easy out in the lineup, and they're both really well coached. So uh, really looking forward to it. And, again, Richmond's uh, game is against Clinton, and the other side is Standish Sterling and Buchanan, and the Richmond-Clinton game is 5.30 Friday night. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got Marysville at 12.30 Thursday afternoon, and we've got uh, Richmond at 5.30 Thursday, uh, Friday night, both of those games will be on stream one. And because you're going to take all softball from here on out. I'll go softball from here on and out. And I'll go baseball, which a good problem to have is you think, okay, you get to the semifinal, we'll do a two-man crew. We can't because we're each going to be in a different place. Yeah, like we, we were hoping that uh, on Thursday we could do the games together, but because that Richmond game, uh, ba- uh, the baseball game is at 2.30, Probably safer if, like, you can yeah. hang out for a little while, but I'm not going to set up the extra equipment no, for you. No, I'm probably – Because you're going to have to take off mid-game anyways. Yeah. And, well, we think that game got moved because – But but the good the good part about it is that if when mine wraps up, maybe I can get over and, and catch the end of that Richmond baseball mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Because I am good luck for Coach Evans. They're they're like 2-0 and when I go there. Is he even going to let me look at his lineup? How <laughs> superstitious he is. Be, yeah, be forewarned about that. He's I, what I'm hoping – it happens because I – Well, you probably this, won't even get down to talk to them because in East Lansing they will get the lineup for That's them. what I was going to say. Uh, I try to be as uninvasive as possible in, like, the postseason. Like, during the regular season, especially a non-conference game, I might just ask them, just try to get a feeler because whatever. But in the postseason, I try to just go, hey, got your lineup, thank you. Okay, good luck. Yeah. Be just because they they don't need me – Distracted. I'll, I'll I'll say this about uh, if they if they've continued to do the same process like through the regional and mm-hmm. the quarterfinal, uh, Coach Delore will come out and take the the coin toss with instructions to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Although how you can purposely lose a coin a coin it, toss that does you can't. But I don't know if he still <laughs> does this. But uh, when when I had Coach Ratchie as a teacher, we'd have like true or false quizzes every once in a while and he goes if you can get them all wrong you get 10 extra points <laughs> he's like because you have to know it well you have to know it to yeah, get you, them all you'd wrong you have to know all of them to get them all and wrong. he's like if you want to take the risk and get them all wrong i'll give you 10 you'll get a 30 out of 20 <laughs> so that's what that just reminded me of i don't know if he still does it <laughs> actually 
it, it uh, in a weird logic kind of way that uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Because l- just law of it's fifty fifty on every single. Yeah. Thing. So the, the chances of you getting them all wrong is right. actually astronomically so you'd ha- against you'd, it. You'd have to know. You'd have to be pretty certain on all the the answers. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we've we've gone on long enough. We need to talk some baseball when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. 
That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Uh, let's uh, discuss the, uh, the boys here for a second, and we'll start um, with uh, Richmond. In uh, Division uh, Three, the Blue Devils are ranked fifth. They'll play Traverse City St. Francis, who's ranked 14th. The other game is the game that I think, like the the Richmond St. Francis game, is going to kind of fly under the radar because the other game is number one Buchanan against number two Liggett. And I saw Liggett play; they're legit. But here's here's the thing: they both have to go with their aces, mm-hmm. and you can't worry about pitch count. No. Or you're going to lose the game. And so your aces are going the distance here mm -hmm. for these two teams. Now, I I get it that Richmond is probably going to throw Hitzelberger Mm -hmm. against St. Francis. So nobody's going to have their ace. But don't you feel better playing a team like that, knowing that you're facing their number two guy instead of their number one guy? I'm trusting Richmond Mooney almost beat Liggett's number one. I'm assuming they're the number one guy that pitched in the Catholic League Championship. I don't know. I know Buchanan and Gross Point Woods are like, supposed to be really good. It is what it is. By the way, Traverse City, St. Francis, your athletic page is deplorable. <laughs> I was trying, you Pretty know. bitter about this. I am. Because I was trying to do my due diligence. And for all you people, and thank you for t- tuning into us and listening to, 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 to hear all about the Blue Water Area Sports, I wanted to give you everything I could tell you about Traverse City St. Francis. So I Googled Traverse City St. Francis baseball, right, trying to find it. Their athletic page. Now, Dennis, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but basically every school in the area has a Good enough athletics page. At minimum, they have what the schedule. Yeah, you can find out some information. And a lot roster. of a roster. A lot of them have results. Traverse City St. Francis baseball page basically said, "Yep, we have baseball. It's available for ninth through twelfth graders." Here's our head coach. By the way, we did field renovations in 2014. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So I'm looking. I'm like, there's got to be a different page. There has to be something like that must be an over. And there's no links on there. So I go up to athletics, and there's something that says sports schedules. I'm like, okay, that works. Click on it. It goes, if you want to know where Traverse City St. Francis is playing, go to the MHSAA website and then search Traverse City. I'm like, I did that, and you don't report your scores. I have no idea what your scores are. So Traverse City St. Francis, according to the MHSAA, is 10-1. and one. Because the other teams reported and or it was postseason scores. So, 
anyway, roundabout way of saying the MHSAA needs to make sure you have to report scores for every sport. Yeah, I would like to see that rule passed. I really would. Like, it, it, all the other stuff that they pass that I think are silly rules, just just give me one, and it's selfish. It's for the media, and it's for the parents, and it's for the people who follow this. You don't have to put this. stats. You don't have no. to put anything. Just put. But you have to tell your score. The email could be Richmond 4. Well, just go to their score Saint page. St. Francis 3. Enter. Just go to the score page, yeah, and put the score in. Yeah, so that's my little rant because the other th- the Mooney's opponent has nothing either. You've got to do it in football. Now you have to do it in basketball points. and hockey. You have to do it in basketball and hockey to get your playoff points. So I know there aren't playoff points in baseball or softball or any of the other sports, but you should have to, just as a courtesy, you should have to record your score to before your score is official. Because now all I know really about Traverse City St. Francis is their – path to the the quarterfinal and I mean that tells you a little bit you go back to their regional they 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 kind of struggled a little bit the regional semifinal they took care of Harbor Springs nine to two again it says Harbor Springs is two and one I have no idea if that's a good win or they beat a crap team they beat Oscoda three to two who again says it's they're six and four but you know they played more than 10 games this yes year. and then team played more than three games and then year. they beat Everett three to one and Everett was listed at 5-5. Five and five. So, Traverse City St. Francis might be good. They might not be. <laughs> I know Richmond's good. They're good enough and to I, get to the semifinals, And I know I they can hit the crap out of the ball. Yeah, they've outscored the, in the playoffs. They've outscored their opponents 52-14. to 14. Here's how they got there. The districts, they beat KPAC 13-1, to 1, uh, and then they beat Elginac 8-4 to 4 in a grudge match game. Number one, their league rivals. Number two, Elginac was ranked, by the way. Uh, I think they got up to number 10 in the last Yeah, bowl. they were around maybe 11, but, yeah, they were they were up there. Uh, and they had just, what, swept a doubleheader over Richmond the week before. To cost them a BWAC title. Yeah, so there was a grudge match there, and Richmond won that game 8-4. to four. But like I, I – oh, go ahead. I saw the, uh, the regional semifinal game against Royal Oak Shrine. 8-5 is misleading. It was 8 nothing when Hitzelberger was in the game. Mm-hmm. And they took him out to save his arm. Uh, after uh, three innings where Shrine could not touch him. And that was also the game where Richmond flexed their muscles and bombed three home runs and four batters. I don't know how many they hit against K-Pack and Algonac, but from what I was doing, the softball district, they had to have hit three at least against K-Pack. Yeah. Uh, then they beat Hemlock to win the regional 10-2 to and followed that up with a 13-2 win over New Lothrop in the quarterfinal, so they went off last Saturday uh, and scored 23 runs in two games against two teams that had impeccable records, and they just mauled them. Mm-hmm. So Richmond, 30-5 and five now, as best we can figure, on the season. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I trust Richmond. I think they have as good of a shot as any. Um, I know that state title game – in theory, they're the underdog, especially if Liggett gets there. Everyone's saying Liggett is essentially the slightly worse version of Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Um, I believe Liggett has 13 kids going to play college baseball, and I believe the number was seven or D1 commits. Cool. Mooney played with them. Mooney, to be honest with you, probably should have beat them. They, they, were the, they, they took the brunt of a bad call. That cost them a second run. They ended up losing two to one. 
Richmond's going to play them in a if they if they win again they have to get there. Um, and I have no idea what Traverse City St. Francis is, but I know that I'm going to trust Ben Hitzelberger and the Bats for Richmond to push them through. And then Liggett is going to be whatever Liggett is. Cool. I'm going to. It's one game for. And I'm all not the even marbles. sure Liggett's going to win because they've got Buchanan ranked as number one. Yeah. So it's who knows, who knows. Um, but. I, I know Richmond's really good, and they have just as good of a shot as any to win this. All right. Uh, we both really like Cardinal Mooney, and actually they're the highest-ranked team left in D4. Mm. Um, but you've got uh, number two play at number eight and number 11 play at number five uh, on uh, Friday, and it'll be Mooney against Maple City Glen Lake. And, yeah, we don't know anything about Maple City Glen Nope, Lake. I don't know a lot about D4 baseball. Yeah. But here was the path that uh, Glen Lake took. Their first game in districts, a 4-3 to three win over Frankfurt. I have no idea if Frankfurt's any good. I don't. You, you, you click on their page, and their, their record's 0-1 because they lost to Glen Lake. <laughs> so the, a close game. Then in what was the district finals, a 15-1 to win, one win over Sutton's Bay. So I'm assuming it was a situation where the semifinal was the final. Yeah. Then in the district, or the regional. three-team what? Three-team district. Probably. Then Ells, they play Ellsworth. They win 10 nothing in five innings in the regional semifinal. Then they play Rudyard. They beat them 4-3 to three in the regional final. So a close game. The quarterfinal. Rudyard's usually solid in sports. The quarterfinal, Gaylord-St. Mary, 15-6. to six. So this team is very hit or miss. Again, no idea how good any of these teams are. So I could be sounding like a complete fool. Wouldn't be the first time <laughs> looking at all this. And I have no idea what they are. Again, I can tell you what I know about Cardinal Mooney. You can throw about four different guys out there and feel confident they're going to get the job done. Their lineup is, is tough. I mean, you don't get here. We've said it with all four teams. No easy out in any of the lineups left. Uh, Trent Rice showed off the speed. They have probably maybe the best team speed left. They play really well defensively. They're aggressive. They're yes. aggressive on the base paths. They take advantage of the fact that they can run. They, they steal uh, an incredible amount of bases. Well, these are the scores. So in the districts, they beat New Haven Merritt 17-2 to and Parkway Christian 10 to nothing. In the regionals, Inner City Baptist 13-3. to uh, Lenaway Christian, who they thought was going to be a tough game, Ten to nothing, and then in the quarterfinal they beat uh, Ottawa Lake Whiteford nine to one. They've outscored the opposition fifty nine to six in their uh, five playoff wins so far. Yeah, they just they have just railed their way through the playoffs. By the way, some of their losses because their official record twenty seven and six. They lost to Richmond. Wow, they're pretty good. They did lose a game to Frazier, which I'm assuming they would want back, knowing what we know now, because they're a better baseball team than Frazier. Lost a 3-2 two, to two game to Royal Oak Shrine. Pretty good team. Yeah. They lost a 2-1 to one game to Liggett. Pretty good team. They lost to Chippewa Valley, which is oh, ten, to, oh, th- ten, times, ten times bigger than them yeah. in terms of population. Yeah. And- so, yeah, wow. Can't can't knock them off, and then they lost four to two to De La Salle. So they played good opponents. They their regular season, it's it's the way they do things down there. You saw it with McAndrews, and you're seeing it with Rice. 
play the tough teams in the regular season, they have, I don't want to say waltzed their way to a semifinal. They've taken care of business. They've been like the Terminator walking through with bullets flying off them. Nothing's bothered them. Yeah. And now they're two games away from a state final. I believe this is the first time they've ever been to a state semifinal. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see it. They're they're what? They're Friday, right? Yeah, they're Friday. The other side of the bracket on uh, Friday, the 2:30 game is uh, number 11 Marlette against number five Kalamazoo Hackett. Marlette Mooney. That's that's uh, my goal. Well, let, let's uh, and and folks, we don't we haven't really talked about Marlette. Listen to this. The Raiders beat number four Kingston in the district six to three, and then beat number sixteen Peck, mercyed them eleven to one. Then in the regional semifinal, they beat Harbor Beach eight to two, and had to play number thirteen Muskegon Catholic Central for the regional title and beat them five to four. And then in the quarterfinal, they beat uh, Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary seven. To six, so their numbers might not be as impressive to you. Thirty-seven runs for, sixteen against in their five wins, but they've already beaten three ranked teams. And Marlette is not a ranked team. They've already beaten three ranked teams in their five games to get to number five Kalamazoo Hackett next. Hackett's probably the favorite, but Mar- I Marlette mean, is Marlette's playing good baseball right now. And again, one game, ace versus ace. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. So, do you have what it would be Saturday if our dreams come true, or do you not have that right offhand? Um, if you don't, that's fine. We can take a break, and we'll come back. Uh, I, I've got it. I thought we were going to talk about that in the last Okay, second. go ahead. Yeah, take the break. Pay the bills. But, I, but then, I know this. If we get a Marlette Mooney final, it would be the first time ever two teams from what I consider the Blue Water area. Mm-hmm would have met in a state championship game against each other. Well, yeah, because it's kind because of, they would – yeah, anyway. Because normally you, you bump each other off on, on the road. Which I thought about this. How sick would it have been if Richmond was still in Division Two and they were in a district with Marysville? And one of those teams wouldn't even get a district title. Yeah, you, you got Richmond in the semifinals – um, with a legit shot of getting to the championship game, and you're talking about they might not have even gotten out of districts if it were aligned a little different. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to worry about that because that no. didn't happen. No. We will tell you about uh, what uh, could happen and what has never happened before and what has happened before. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. 
Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, so we're trying to, to get a lot of things done here. We're hoping that a lot of things get uh, done here over the uh, next uh, few uh, days. Because um, only, well, it's, as I said uh, before, if Marlette and Mooney meet in the finals, that's never happened before two teams right. from the Blue Water area playing in a championship game against each other. Um, the other thing that, that has never happened, 
two teams from the area in the same sport uh, in terms of baseball and softball. Um, right. Where, where you you have, like, we have the opportunity for Richmond and Mooney in baseball to both be in the finals on the same day, and you got the chance for Marysville and Richmond both in softball. That's never happened in these sports. In fact, there's only been two other times where we've had a softball and a baseball team there at the same time. Right. One of them was 1979. So that was like the, what was that, the? The eighth playoff in history. This has it as the fourth or the fifth time they had playoffs for softball. Oh, I, I thought they both started in 71. I know no, baseball softball started, started in 75. Soft so baseball started in, in, in 79. Northern baseball went to the Class A final and was runner-up, and Armada softball went to the Class C final and were runner-up. The only other time then that two teams from the, the area have been there at the same time was 2011 where St. Clair won the D2 championship and Anchor Bay lost in the D1 championship in softball. Yeah. And, again, shame on us for not going through this, but I don't know if two teams have ever won a baseball and softball title at the same time. And Richmond would have an opportunity to do that. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Think about that. Yeah. Having, having Getting two teams to the semifinals is a ridiculous feat. <laughs> so uh, it, it's a lot more rare in baseball that we're talking about teams um, trying to get to the finals. We've only had four teams get to the finals in baseball. Northern in 79, St. Clair in 2011. Yeah, and I said to you, I didn't realize it went 32 years yeah. without a team in the state finals. And then Richmond did it back-to-back years in 2013 and 2014, and only St. Clair of those four teams won the championship game. Softball, a little bit more regularity. 12, 12 times we've had a team to the finals. That's actually a pretty good amount. In, in softball, but only four times have we had uh, teams win championships. Armada made it in 79 and finished runner-up in Class C. In 1983, Marysville got there and they won the Class B state championship. In 1985, Richmond got there and they were runners-up in Class B. In 1990, Marine City won the Class B state championship. In 91, Marysville uh, got there and uh, lost and were runners-up in Class B. In 1994, Cardinal Mooney girls won the Class D state uh, championship. Uh, 1998, Richmond was the runner-up in D3. In 99, they were the runner-up in D3. Then then it was a decade before we got a team back again, and Anchor Bay went in uh, 2009, and they were runner-up in D1. They were runner-up in D1 in 2011. And then, of course, Richmond went back-to-back in 16 and 17. They won it all in 16 when they beat Vicksburg. Uh, and then they were a strike away from repeating as champions, and Ida came back and beat them in extra innings 8-4. to mm-hmm. So, a uh, historic time and a good time to start this – good year to start this up. Because now what? That, like I said, that was our sixth quarterfinal game we did this year. That's no, just uh, in football. Marine City made a quarterfinal. Yep. Hockey. In hockey. Northern made Northern a quarterfinal. Northern made a quarterfinal. We had Emily City girls and Marine City boys in basketball. Um, no, it was uh, Croslex. What did I say? You said Marine City. Oh, yeah. Croslex. Croslex made a quarterfinal and uh, Emily City made a quarterfinal. Yeah. And now in baseball, we have Richmond 
and Mooney, both in semifinal games. Right. Unfortunately, the way it's scheduled, we weren't able to do them. And in softball, we've got Marysville and Richmond in semifinal games. So we're going to do at least four semifinal games. I'm going to bet we did at least one. We're going to do at least one state championship. Well, I'll just put it in, in these terms. We've had eight regional champions in the sports that we've been covering. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Eight regional champions. Yeah. So uh, everybody thanks us all the time for what we do. I'm going to thank the kids and yeah. the coaches for what they've done. It's a this lot year. easy to because this there's a very real not too alternate timeline where we're two weeks into figuring out how we're filling this time spot because the sports aren't over yet and and yeah this gives us less shows where we have to you know figure out what to do yeah there there are a lot less mock drafts. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Oh, uh, and, and I'm sure we're going to do our best to get all these coaches on as soon as the season's done. Yeah. Um, so just uh, just kind of hold your breath like we are and, uh, and roll with the excitement mm-hmm. at this point is all, is all I can say. Four semifinal games between Thursday and Friday, and hopefully we'll have some state final games for you on Saturday as well here on Get Stuck on Sports. Uh, and I also, let's see um, – we have done uh, 234 games this year, and we're guaranteed at least four more. So we might hit 240. So we might hit 240. We might go over 240. And if we hadn't had the cancellations uh, early in the year when COVID was a real issue, mm-hmm. um, and if uh, we hadn't decided before the playoffs started to take the, uh, the weekend before off uh, and had covered the uh, Blue Water Classic – uh, we, we could have easily gone over 250 games this year. Mm-hmm. Easily. So, yeah. It's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been a ton of fun. Right. And this show has been long because we've been blithering and babbling uh, in rare form. But how often do you get to talk about four teams going to the semifinals? Four. Exactly. And all of them have great chances to make the state final. Absolutely. All right, uh, we'll talk to you again on uh, Friday. And don't forget, we've got uh, our first two semifinal games on Thursday. Softball at 12.30 on Stream 1 uh, with Marysville and baseball at uh, 2.30 on Stream 2 with uh, Richmond. All right? Sounds good. Okay. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.